Hello guys, this is Edith Chamusai here with another episode of the lifestyle season and yeah, today I'm a little sad. I'm feeling very, very devastated because there is some bad news that I've actually found out. So the bad news is heart diseases begins in childhood. Yeah. It's, it's bad, it's, it's devastating and this is why the National Institute of Health recently did an examination and picked 360 kids from the age of 7 to 12 and the results revealed that 98% of these children had three or more risk factors and that got you thinking, so probably my child or your child or anybody's child or that child you're seeing has three or more risk factors going on for them either they can contact a certain heart coronary disease soon sooner than they should or they have they have already activated their cancer cells so what what is what is going on you see but you're hearing someone will be like yo edith have you not had you know we are getting healthier the health system is better we have better technology these days People adapting a better lifestyle. You even said it in your last podcast. But listen, this is only what grown-ups are doing. Grown-ups are the ones exercising. They're the ones losing weight. They're the ones quitting tobacco. They're the ones becoming more health conscious. But we're seeing a trend. You see, grown-ups, probably the people right now who are at the age of 40 or even 30 or 25 or let's just say 45 and above, some of their parents actually succumbed to these diseases and so they become conscious because now they want to change the perception of their lifestyle because they do not want to end up in the same route but they fail to realize that for the past 45 years of their lives they have spent living their lives anyhow they want now that they are informed they have the knowledge they even have the skill and more so they have the desire to change their lifestyle they are practicing them those changes themselves they are not uh, impacting the same changes on their children and you find that they allow their children to eat whatever they want to eat you find someone saying they don't eat uh, processed food for example crisps they don't eat uh, what else these snacks that people buy from the supermarkets but they will willingly buy for their children or their nephews and nieces or even their grandchildren this is because they think that these kids can now have they have more life they have more 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 stronger stronger immunity but what you fail to understand is whatever you're feeding your kid will actually have a future impact and it may even become present because a lot of kids these days are actually suffering from obesity if you look at small kids today, they are more flabby. Looking at a kid and you're like, yo, that kid is not fit. They have, they don't have proper cardiovascular tone and they are not physically fit. Look at around, how many kids have, are now big bodied? And you know, parents are always the ones who take so much offense, saying, oh, you're shaming my kid. No, we are not shaming anybody's kid. We're saying, can you help your kid? and can you help your kid to be physically fit because when you don't your kid is going to suffer and we think that oh as they grow up they will lose that weight yes they can they can lose that weight but you don't know might be they have already 
onset some diseases already so it is always better to prevent than actually to go cure and in fact if you go to the hospitals these days and you see cancer patients you know it is it is way common to find kids also suffering from cancer and actually recently it was trending a, a kid born with 87% of the skin having cancer cells skin i'm not saying anything else skin having cancer cells meaning the doctors had never seen anything like that they couldn't explain now that is an onset of another research because now that one child has been born with cancer of the skin meaning there is a probability of more kids being born and doctors have not done research they have not gone to school to study that so probably it is, it is also going to take another what seven years to understand what was happening or what is going on and within those seven years more and more kids might be born with that condition so as much as you're becoming conscious as parents as mothers and what we consume why can't we put the same thing on our kids so that our kids can have a better lifestyle so what why are our kids experiencing that my dog is having issues anyway let's continue <laughs> i blame too much screen i blame too much television i blame too much of sitting around at home in the house in the past I remember when we were kids, we rarely sat in the house, but probably because we do not have a TV. Or my dad used to switch off the radio at a certain point and we'd all go outside and play. We would have cousins coming around and my brothers would play basketball. Not basketball, I mean football. And they did not have the ball. They had ball made from polythene bags and clothes. And then they had tied it with a rope and they will kick it, kick it around. That is physical exercise. We used to run around, chase each other. We had games that we played. Yeah. In my mother tongue, mother tongue, sorry, there was one that we used to call uh, channels. It was a game that you, it's around night time, when you're, before you tell someone good night, you'll always chase the person and touch them. So if you touch them, they'll also chase you and touch you. By the time you're coming to your home, you're tired, so you just, sometimes you shower, sometimes you don't. And then you eat food, you're already tired, you're sleepy, so you're not even eating a lot of food, and then you retire to bed. And that is why I think most of us are very healthy growing up. But now that we are older, we are now more comfortable. There is now more finances to actually get us to even also sit on that TV. Screens is no longer a problem for kids alone, it's even a problem for adults, but today I want to address the problem of kids. Because if we start the tradition of making our kids to exercise, if we start a tradition of making them to eat healthy, then they can have those habits normal. But if we wait for them to discover a certain point that, oh, I should not be eating this way, breaking those habits full for yourself, you know how hard it is to break those habits. You understand how hard it is to lose weight. You understand how hard it is to start exercising when you've not exercised for, what, 45 years? And now you want your kids to take the same path. Let's, let's, get, let's be educated and change a, a few things about it. You see, the, this, this sets, the, that sets the, the stages, actually, you know, them sitting just in front of, of the screen. It, it sets the stage for excessive weight gain which is itself a risk factor for high blood cholesterol and heart diseases. So today it is, it is important to, to have our kids doing all these things. And people will be like, oh, they go to school and they have PE programs that help. 
only a few require students to take physical education in all grades or in all classes. You will find out that these days PE classes are actually offered to all students but some students will be focused more by their teachers because of their talents in the sports like sector. So you find you'll go for PE and you're told to run three, four labs, laps, sorry, and then after that you will go play your thing and then those who play football let's meet in this corner those who play basketball let's go to the court those who do swimming let's go swim those who are doing netball let's go do netball those who are doing indoor games badminton let's go those ones who are doing hockey let's go now you who doesn't do nothing what do you do you stay there and you gain weight that is what happens to your kids that is what happens to your kids and if as a parent you don't take it as an initiative to make your kid always exercise with you then your kid will end up having problems that probably you will have already gone through them or even you have not gone through them so in an era of tight budgets and teacher shortages health and physical education programs are almost always among the first to go trust you even in kenya we're experiencing that problem this, this is mostly a pro problem in the united states where you hear programs like uh, pe being eradicated and or even now you find sports centers coming to focus on them but here in my in kenya you find even these days it's being replaced with a lesson or with something else that is entirely different so what about your children's eating habits what do they eat you see with nine out of ten saturday's morning food advertisements of network hooking processed food high in sugar fat and salt in televisions is significantly high and this influences the food preferences of children from their early years you see the food that is being advertised these days are just snacks processed food high sugared food high salted food and you have let your kids sit in front of a tv so that they cannot disturb you or so that they can stop crying what do you think they are seeing they're seeing these snacks so since they are young this is the food they will prefer so home-cooked, sitting down around the table meals are now exceptions in most of the African homes. It is true. And they are being largely replaced by fast foods and engineered food. And even fast food chains and snacks machines are even found in school lunchrooms. They are even found in hospitals. In fact, some churches these days have them. You know, you go to church and there is an ice cream vendor over there, there is a snack vendor over there, there is what over there, there is a soft drink vendor over there. And it is all tapping on these kids so that these kids cannot disturb their parents while they are in church. So they are given money and then they go to for Sunday school and they go play there with their, with their Sunday school teachers and with their nannies. And you know, when they feel hungry, they tell them, you know what, go get an ice cream. You know what, go get this. You make it an occurrence to actually use these snacks and this bad food to stop your kids from disturbing you or from giving you a hard time. If you are such a parent, shame on you. And if you are such a parent, there is good news for you. There is good news that you can teach your child and as the younger they get started, the better. And here are some, some tips that I will give you guys for building good health and habits in, in, early, in early childhood. Number one is that you daily give your kids daily exercise make them preferably outdoors make it around 30 minutes to an hour because your kids have a lot of energy 
Yeah, they have a lot of energy. Let them run around. In fact, buy them a dog. Get them a, a pet, a dog that they can. A dog is very good for for kids. They can run around with because cat, cats can give you. They have mood swings, but dogs dogs love playing. So you can they can run around with the dog if you're too busy. You can even get them get him or her a dog. They get the neighbors. They go run with the neighbors' kids in the in the estate. Or even in the in the outdoors in the village, they run around with their dogs and they chase the dogs. By the time they come home, they are already tired and they have exercised. Number two, make sure that there are three meals a day at regular times with lots of whole grain, fruits and vegetables. Discourage snacks. If you can stop snacks, stop it. But discourage it and the child will have a better appetite for better nutritious food at meal times. And if a snack is needed, offer a piece of fresh fruits. I don't know why people will will go buy something worth what 70 shillings instead of just buying an orange worth five bob if your kid wants something to snack or have in their plate peel pineapples peel peel oranges peel apples and slice them very well for your kid and then give it to them you see i was i was talking to a few people and uh, we were actually conducting a a survey and we talked to people in kibera slums and we were asking them, why can't you give healthy food to your kids? And, and these guys were like, I'll, I'll actually share the interview later on, not today, as you continue the podcast. And the girls like, yo, you know, we are poor, we're even struggling to have money. And so I asked them, what is the main thing that they can say they feed their kids? And the guy was like, so in the morning we make tea and mandazi. And I'm like, how much does the mandazi cost? And it goes five bob. I was like, how much does one orange cost? And it goes five bob. I'm like, what if you replace? And how many mandazis do your kids have? And he says one of them can take six mandazis. And the other, let's say that one is still a kid. And then the other ones might be their older. So he's like, at the end of it all, he probably gives them uh, around uh, around everyone. Goes, goes, takes 50 bob and buys mandazi. And I'm like, okay. So... That 50 bob is enough to buy an orange, buy cereals, combine the 50 bob given to these kids every morning. That is enough to buy a box of cereals. So make sure they have cereals and then you put fruits in a bowl, chopped fruits and give to your kid. Isn't that a good breakfast? And they go to school. They have energy because those are very good proteins. There's also carbohydrates that you can give them. Yams, you can buy yams at around 10 bob, 15 bob a piece. That is good. That is that is that is good. A good good breakfast meal, and then when it comes to lunch, make sure you're also part of the school organization in making sure that the food that your kids eat in school are good. Even if they're eating githeri, that is that is good good meal. In fact, githeri is a very good meal. That is whole grains. There's beans. There is also a a a, a, nini, a protein over there. So there is beans. And then there is grain, maize. And then the second thing you can find that they put one or two potatoes inside there. Your kid eats that. They have energy. They come home. Make sure they have a, a very good dinner also. You can solve it for yourself. So as much as you want to blame the economy and poverty for us not eating well, you find that the things that you have, you normally eat and you think they're healthy, they cost as much as, as some of the groceries could cost. And because we think that it is normal, we have now tuned our minds to think that eating healthy is expensive. It isn't. The number two thing, control TV. 
make sure the TV hours or the screen hours that your kid gets is actually less. That will, this will uh, reduce the number of hours that your kid sits down. And this relates directly to weight gain and elevated blood cholesterol levels. If your kid is not sitting down, kids get bored easily. So if they are not sitting down, watching screen with limited screen time, what those kids will do is they'll get busy. They'll go outside and play or they can do something in the house. Just make sure they don't destroy things. Plenty of water. Give your kids plenty of water. Save sodas for rare occasions. You see, when I say rare occasions, people bring up special occasions like birthdays. So those are things that happen once in a year. Yeah, give your kids soda on that day. Christmas, it happens once in a year. New Year, it happens once in a year. Holidays, like Zamhuri Day, Madaraka Day, Independence Day, all these things, they happen once in a year. Make it purpose to take your kids out. Holidays, they have holidays after every three months. On those holidays, take them out for a kids' festival, take them out for swimming, take them out for what, and then make make sure that when they go out, you go feed them now this this. Uh, pleasurable food you feed them a little bit because they'll not be eating them on a daily basis now they will also tune their minds to understand that these things should not be eaten on a daily basis make sure your kids get adequate rest i have an issue with the education system in the country sometimes when when i'm i'm i'm, I'm actually when i was when I'm, I'm still in college at the moment so sometimes in the morning i live with with a family in, in, in the place that I live and you find that they actually get up earlier than I do yeah to leave at around 5 a.m. they are leaving to go to school because their mom has also to go to work so kids wake up very early and you always find that they sleep sometimes I even sleep earlier than them and that is around 11 because probably the mom is somewhere else doing her has a chores and then the kids are here playing you know this is how I say, always have regulated sleep time for your kids. Make sure that your kids, if you have a nanny, make sure that by 7, she has already cooked. Your kids eat by 7.30. Have some time with them until 8.30. Talk with them, know how their day was. Like have a bonding time. By the time it gets to 9, make sure that your kid is in bed. Read them a story, talk to them, bless your kids and then let them get to bed and sleep. If they're waking up early, they have already had a good sleep. So that, and there's also the importance of making your kids sleep early so that you can also make sure that they wake up early. They have a good time for breakfast. They take breakfast early. Because you do not want your kids to sleep until 11 a.m., wake up to have breakfast, and then only three hours later or four hours later they're having lunch. Second thing is that cultivate a wide range of interest. Schedule library visits, music lessons, art and craft, hobbies and family outings. Children who spend time with their parents and develop deep spiritual roots experience less stress and, and improved mental health. That is what I want to emphasize. And even in the near in the future episodes, you'll actually look realize that some of the weights that we gain and some of the cause weight gain always lead to other problems can actually be caused by stress and the hormones that are in our body. So we will talk about that later on and also let's promote mental health in our kids it is very important and also set a good example i've said that since it is easier and a lot of adults are adapting a good lifestyle it is also very easy for you to set that example for your kids and make sure that your kids adapt it so is all this worth it yeah it is 
it is very worth it so the best thing that i want you to take if you've not had anything or if you forwarded to the last part listen to this stay away from junk food get off the couch unplug that tv unplug that internet connection and get out and do some exercise man a body is a terrible thing to waste listen a body is a terrible thing to waste that's all i had for you guys today blessings Bye-bye.